Try it again. Hello? Oh, my goodness. Betty just had to walk in the room and everything started working. Did you see that? That's the way she is. She's done that for me many times where she's just walked in the room and made things work. We're here. Dulcie, hello. All right. That's great. Hi, everybody. Welcome to KAFM, Cosmic Voices. And it's a monthly radio show dedicated to conscious conversation. This is Ramona Ray with co-host Dulcie Bell-Boy. Dulcie is a registered psychotherapist, professional astrologer, certified hypnotherapist, and a radical living coach. You can find out more about Dulcie and her offerings on her website, astrologybydulcie.com. And since I didn't have her mic on earlier, um, we do have to tell you that this is Dulcie's last show. She's going on to her next adventure. So, folks, when you think about um, Cosmic Voices and KFM, you can always think and remember what a fun place this is here. There's been lots of changes. COVID, et cetera, has made things uh, somewhat different. We've got new leadership at the helm, um, but it still is the same place it always has been. Lots of people have come and gone through here, and uh, it's been it's been a, a way station, a really a remarkable place, and it continues to be so. And it's always stays strong. And for that, we are super grateful to Jamie and Kevin Mahoney down at Main Street um, Minerals and Beads for being our sponsors in this time that we've had Cosmic Voices. They have sponsored us for maybe three years now, and you know they have they have the, they're your source for minerals and beads and findings and jewelry and Grand Junction. And you can find out more about them by calling 241-4116. We're so grateful to Jamie and Kevin. So what a great um, thing to have a community radio station where you can share and enjoy and uh, know, know the people who are behind the mic and listen to some really great music. And hear about fun topics like the the astrology for the month, and have interviews with different people coming through. We, you know, we've had we've been doing this for eight years, so we've done around a hundred shows over the last eight years, interviewing all kinds of people from Zachariah Walker and right. and um, Dead Stedham mm-hmm. and Marcus Straub, and we're not going to list all of the people that we've interviewed over eight years, but. Um, We've done a lot mm-hmm. in eight years. Dulcie, do you want to do the forecast? I do. Um, and I want to just say, just in reflection before I get into that, um, how remarkable the subjects have been that we've covered in those eight years. And, you know, eight is a lovely Venus cycle. So we're ending on a high note here. Uh, this show will continue to keep going. It'll change its face and shape. Uh, we're not going to... Sp- give you a spoiler alert, a spoiler alert. Um, but uh, it will be very interesting. So stick with Cosmic Voices, except it'll have a new name, and it'll start up next month, same time, same groove. April 6th. Yeah, so keeps going. The Aquarian vibe keeps going. That's what's, um, that's what's happening in the heavens right now, my friends, is the Aquarian vibe. You remember... Uh, solstice when Jupiter and Saturn entered Aquarius and started this whole new cycle which is called the Great Mutation because it's this the 20 year cycle of Jupiter and Aquarius meeting up and now they're meeting up for 200 years of air signs so we've begun a new age 
a new era. And right now, Jupiter seems to be flying through Aquarius. I mean, it's just rushing through. And Jupiter and Aquarius, well, Aquarius, just to talk about Aquarius, because that's the most of it. When the moon is in the seventh house. (laughs) So Aquarius is just this very, you know, oddball out there, left field. But it can also be very rigid and judgmental. Um. It's. Uh, I'll share you some some main themes with this um, as we go along here. But Jupiter's flying through Aquarius, but we'll dive into the Piscean waters for just a few months. That'll be May 13th to July 28th. We'll have a big cosmic shift then when Jupiter will go into the watery field of Pisces for a little while. But Jupiter's going to come back and finish off its Aquarian Aquarian, uh, journey at the end of 2021. And then at the beginning of next year, 2022, on New Year's Eve, or close close to thereabouts, Jupiter will enter into Pisces for a year stint. And that's part of a 12-year cycle. So Jupiter's about bigness, law, ethics. You just have to take a look at our... Uh, rules and regulations that are occurring at the moment. These are everybody has a voice, very egalitarian, the brotherhood of humanity. And now we have Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn in Aquarius, Saturn moving through any sign is a 29 or 30 year journey. And Saturn's in Aquarius came in this past year at, at solstice and stays in Aquarius until March of 2023. So we've got Saturn and Aquarius all that time. So for those of you who are anywhere between the age of 28 and 30, and those of you who are between the ages of 58 and 60, you're having your Saturn return. And uh, Saturn is bringing ideas and visions down to ground level. It's testing our grand social theories. Are they going to work for everybody? So that's an overall theme, society, society, society. Now, there are three squares or three tricky aspects between Saturn, which is rules and regulations, and Uranus, which is the rebel. Don't tell me what to do. They're going to square off. One has already happened. That was February 17th. We've got two more this year, one on June 14th, and the other on December 24. And we're going to have Uranus square Saturn on and off through this year, all the way until November of 2022. So let me tell you what this is. So are you following me so far, Ramona, or does it just sound like a lot of astro babble? No, it makes sense. (laughs) I'm, I'm following you. So Saturn is rules and regulations, and it's having a bit of a confrontation with the rebel. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me what to do. This is going to go on and off um, until November of uh, next year, 2021. So it's about the changing of structures, the idea of normal changing. What's normal? What's going to change? Um, And what do we want to replace it with? We want to shake it up, but what are we going to replace it with? So we've got lots of options on the table. Um, Uranus is about experimentation. You know, how are we going? Let's experiment. 
with the options to get the best fit for the most people. That's Saturn and Aquarius. Let's change things up so we fit everybody. Well, of course, wasn't it Lincoln who said you can't please everybody all of the time? Was it? I'm not sure. I think so. So it's about allowing out-of-the-box thinking. Everything is on the table during this year and through the next year, and particularly June 14th and December 24th. New technologies. Try things. Try things out. You know, this is your time to break free a little, but not to the extent that you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You know, this is the time to just, hey, I'd like to try that, or I want to go here or whatever. There are limitations, COVID, all sorts of other things, economic fallout from COVID, that's Saturn and Aquarius. There are limitations, but Uranus is pushing the boundaries of those limitations. Um, so what has been done before and what do we want to keep? So that's, that's the overall theme. Can you feel the kind of rebelliousness of these times? Of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what we've got coming up, we've got some really super big changes coming up in 23. 2023, we'll have Pluto which is an evolutionary force, entering Aquarius. So we've got more social stuff coming. And then further on down the road, we're going to have Uranus, which is currently in Taurus, enter Gemini. So in a little bit in our conversation today, we're going to be talking about perception um, and how important perception is. But when Uranus hits Gemini, that's really going to shake that up, and we'll talk about that a little bit more. You know how much I love change, right? Right, as a Taurus, that's got to be tough for you. And allowing everybody to be who they are without judgment. Mm-hmm. Allowing everybody to bring who they are and what they are to the table. I think we're going to see a lot of unusual things occurring. Differences in people. You know, there's this desire to maintain the status quo and keep things the way they have been. You know, and we've got certain slogans about that. Um or, you know, hey, let's really make something change here. So do you want to hear specifically about the month of March? Sure. All right. So there's an, a unique opportunity this month of March. And I've been talking with astrologer friends, uh, colleagues, and we agree that um, when we look at the astrology, that there's an entirely new vibratory energy coming into existence. That's what, that's what our take is. You know, say, well, is it the age of Aquarius revisited? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. So we've got this new vibratory energy. Everything is vibration. You know, the color, sound, it's all vibration. Um, so March has a lot to do with the beginnings of new things because at Equinox coming up here, uh, on the 21st, the sun will enter Aries and begin new things. But right now, the day of this radio show, which is March 2nd, 2021, we're in a Pisces time, and this is where we've planted those seeds deep in the earth. So we can expect those seeds to get a kick start on the 3rd, March 3rd, when Mars will enter Gemini, quick, quick silver-tongued Gemini, uh, for the first time in two years, that'll happen on March 3rd. 
So we'll have a quickening of those seeds. And then we've got an incredibly magical period, March 10th to the new moon on March 13th. So if you, on your calendars, just mark magic because that's a time where um, in the dark of that moon, beautiful things are happening. And there's a phenomenal Pisces new moon early Saturday morning, March 13th. So that's another thing to put on your calendar is March 13th. We're going to have a change in communication on the 15th, the Ides of March, when Mercury, little chit-chat, chitterbox, Mercury is going to enter Pisces. And Pisces is the energy we're in right now, which is very watery, compassionate, dreams of the past, old home week, you know, remember when. So, And then we're going to have another big energy shift, and I think this is the one that's really going to take us forward. And that's when the sun will enter the fire of Aries at spring equinox, March 20th. And then March 21st, and man, it's going to be all about you, baby, because Venus will enter Aries as well. And from that period, from about March 26th to the full moon on March 28th, we've got a very interesting lineup, Ramona. We've got um, Venus, the planet of love and beauty, hanging out with the sun, which is like the authority, her dad, with Chiron, the wounded healer. So there's some, it's very, very tender. And then at the full moon, the Libra full moon on the 28th, we're taking a look at that time with individuation, which is all the Aries, and Libra, which is all the relationship. So that could be a tender full moon. So I advise um, being kind and being strong. And here's the meditation for March. Here's just a little meditation for you. As we approach this new start, this fresh start for 2021, integrating all the pieces, I leap into the void. So that's the report. I read that on your website, leaping into the void, and I was thinking about, you know, the the fool card and the tarot you know, with his little backpack on his back, <laughs> no idea where he's going or how he's going to win the battle, just taking off with a song in his heart, knowing he's going to get to where he needs to go. Mm-hmm. Leaping into the void. Mm-hmm. Aries can feel that way. So let's talk a little bit about... Um, Perception? Yes, and we're going to connect it to the astrology of the chart and the chart of the United States. So what's happening in the United States is um, we're having what's called a Pluto return. Pluto is a very slow-moving planet. It's got a 250-year orbit, I give or take a few years or so, around the sun. And we're coming back to where it was in the United States chart when 1776 took place and the country was founded. And we also have, you know, part of our chart is our Mercury we is opposite our Pluto. And that's actually just astrobabble for saying we're a country that has always been um, polarized regarding what we think is correct, what we think is right. You know, if you look at our founding fathers, they didn't agree that much. It's amazing the country was founded. And of course, that's what we have now is alternative realities. Uh, in politics at this time. 
um, with people having very different perceptions. So over the next couple of years, we have the struggle for, it's a struggle for power. It's a struggle for personal power. And um, so, you know, one of the things we want to be astute to and alert to is perception because perception shapes our world. So let me ask you, Ramona, how much time have you been on? Have you been on Zoom much? Uh, a fair amount. Okay. And when you go on Zoom, Zoom, where do you see yourself? When it comes up on the screen with the people and the speakers, where are you? And what Zoom box do you take? I didn't know I had a choice. I'm usually at the top, uh, depending on where I... Are you usually at the top? Are you near the speaker, the main person? Uh, yes. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So am I. Everybody who clicks on Zoom is going to be at the top next to the speaker. I did not realize that. Oh, yeah. Did you think you were famous? (laughs) I did. I thought, man, somehow every time I log on, they put me next to the speaker at the top. Wow. And then I thought, everybody is near the speaker at the top. So what a metaphor that is that we all are the center of our own worlds. We are. I mean, we're constantly, you know, really deeply thinking about who we are, how we appear to the world, what we're doing, what we need in in this day. I mean, it is. Our worlds revolve around us, around me. Yeah, and no more obvious a place than on Zoom where everybody thinks they're at the top and next to the speaker. Now, let's say we're in a really big class together. I'm in the study of Buddhism class on Tuesday nights. The study of dream yoga, lucid dreaming, what's real, what's not real. The study of emptiness. And I go looking for my friends, Denise and Russ, because they're in the same class as me. And sometimes they sign on late, and they're right at the end. They, when they sign on, they end up at the front near the speaker. And when they go looking for me, I think I'm up front near the speaker, but they find me at the very end. So perception is everything. Whole worlds behind sunglasses. It's a line I wrote in a poem. There mm. are whole there are whole worlds behind sunglasses. Well, of course there are. I I think you know, it's so interesting. Two people can be at the same event, and, and when they're describing it to someone else, they can have two totally different stories about what happened in a one-hour period or a 30-minute period because they saw it differently than the person who might have been sitting next to them. Yeah, that's right. Police reporting, all that sort of things, eyewitness accounts can differ. So does that mean we have to give up on the idea of truth? Well, that's a... A very ninth house question, you know, which is, what is that? And that, when we look at the um, the chart of the United States, we're looking at people having very different perceptions on what's happening, and our perceptions are shaping our world. So how does that relate to the United States and our, and our astrology going forward? Well, we have a Pluto return, which is the struggle for power, opposite Mercury which is the planet of communication and ideas. So the mental body, what happened? Was the election stolen? 
no, there's evident proof that, I mean, everybody went through it with a fine-tooth comb. It wasn't stolen. Um, oh, yes, it was. Oh, no, it wasn't. It's that kind of, that thing, that who are the people who are doing this with the children? Who are the people who are not doing this with the children? I mean, these are direct examples for the United States. So um, um, that's why the Saturn in Aquarius is very useful because it's going to really help us say, look, here are the facts, here's the evidence. That's what Aquarius is about. Aquarius is about the observer. So we've got a good couple of years for facts and observation and science to take a hold and to prevail with common sense. It's really a period for common sense. So we do have an opportunity to go back to facts and truth and science and a better perception of what truth is. If people are willing to let go of the ego body, you know, the ego is we're very invested in certain things. So um, I'm going to go to number five on our little agenda here and talk about the Enneagram. So Ramona, you and I have studied the Enneagram somewhat. What do you remember? You have a certain type. It's at the back of the agenda. I'm a three. So what does that mean for you to say you're a three? Um, I'm a connector. I'm, uh, I have it right here. I dropped my folder just before we came in for the radio show. Type three, beginning to drive themselves for status and attention. So the An e- achiever. I, I remember it as an achiever. Mm-hmm. So the Enneagram, um, we're talking about it today because we're talking about perception. This is the last show for Cosmic Voices. It's an eight-year Venus cycle. It's been a wonderful, wonderful time. And uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors for hosting us. And by the way, you're listening to KAFM 88.1 Community Radio in Grand Junction, Colorado. And Cosmic Voices has been on the air for eight years with... Over a hundred guests of different hues and variety, all bringing a cosmic perspective to our show. And support for Cosmic Voices comes from the staff at Main Street Minerals and Beads at 524 Main Street. Main Street Minerals and Beads is your source for beads, rocks, findings, and jewelry in Grand Junction. More information at 241-4116. We so appreciate Jamie. So the Enneagram is a way of um, finding your essence. It's it's a personality typing tool. It's as useful as astrology, as the Myers-Briggs, any other psychological testing out there. And this is one that you don't actually, um, you, you decide for yourself what type you are. So the Enneagram talks about our essence. What is our essence And what I'm going to share with you um, is the wake-up call for each of the nine types. There are nine types in the Enneagram, and there's a wake-up call. What's a wake-up call? Well, this is a clue that we're becoming more identified with our ego, and because we're becoming more identified with our ego, we've got conflicts coming up. Okay, so this is part of the Pluto return in the country. Uh, we have a lot of conflicts, and we've got conflicts going along with other people. So this is the wake-up call. So Ramona, if you care to comment as I as I share these, because um, we w- we can all relate to them. Yes. So type one is a very righteous kind of type. 
um, they get very riled up when there's injustice and their wake-up call is when they feel a sense of personal obligation to fix everything by themselves. Uh, yes, we all, and I think, don't we all have some of each one of these in us? It's just that some of them are stronger or more prevalent than other uh, other types. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you could put a little score, the listener, if you're listening. 10 out of 10. Oh, man, that's so totally me. One out of 10. Never. I have no personal obligation to fix anything. Yeah. Certainly not by myself. Okay, so type two. You can score this if you like. Believing that they must go out to others to win them over. I just have to make you love me, Ramona. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you do you know that's a wing to type three? Do you do you relate to that at all? Um, the helper. To I, what I said, believing you must go out to others to win them over. The helper, yes. Um, sure. As I said, I mean, I think, I think we have all of these in us. Mm-hmm. All right, type three. This is the achiever. Da 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 da. Beginning to drive themselves for status and attention. And sometimes that breaks. The three goes, I just, you know, I don't want to do it anymore. But this is the wake-up call, you know, believing that you're going a bit too far. Type four. The individualist. Holding on to and intensifying feelings through the imagination. So this is lying in bed saying, my boyfriend didn't text me. What's going on? My son didn't call. Uh, my boss oh. hates me. <laughs> I hate that one. <laughs> I mean, you can create your own hell, can't you, with these thoughts? Oh, boy. Imagining yeah. all the weird things that could be happening out there and, and who's doing what to you, and you don't have any any real foundation in fact at all. Totally. Totally. That's That's the type four. They're usually very creative people. But they have these very rich inner worlds that are sometimes not based in reality at all. When that takes us to type five. Withdrawing from reality into concepts and mental worlds. What do you, what do you call it in, your, in the system that you use? The investigator. The investigator. Withdrawing from reality into concepts and mental worlds. My husband, I think, was a five. He loved his own private inner life. He had, he, his email address was Dale's World. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. <laughs> because he literally had his own world. I thought I, I was a 5'2 because I, um, I love to study and type 5 is, but is involved in study. But here we're looking at a wake-up call, which is where we're becoming too identified with the ego. So the ego is desperate to withdraw. So it creates whole different mental worlds. I scored higher on that one also. Uh-huh. Well, that, okay. What do you call type six in your system? In my system, it's the loyalist. All right. So here's the wake-up call for the type six. Becoming dependent on something outside the self for guidance. Like astrology? Exactly. Readings, uh all kinds of input. Tarot. Yes. Prayer, God. Well, God can be internal, of course. That's where God is. 
interesting asking many 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 different people for what should i do in this circumstance agonizing over a circumstance mm-hmm. constantly trying to figure out what what the next move is yeah so if you are becoming dependent on something outside yourself for guidance that's kind of like mm, let's see maybe my ego uh, which is the small self is just it, it's desperate to maintain itself so it's reaching out Type 7. The enthusiast. Mm, I got a good friend who's a type 7. Feeling that something better is available somewhere else. <clears throat> she, you know, will go hiking or something. She says, well, I'm off to see my other friend who's better than you. <laughs> she doesn't actually say no. that. <laughs> I, I always <laughs> pictured the enthusiast as more just somebody who is just able to see the joy of today and enjoy seeing what is happening in their own lives. I always thought that was a positive thing. I didn't think it was something. Well, this it. is the wake-up call, remember. Oh, okay. We're, we're looking at how the ego is becoming solidified. Okay. So here's the type 7. They're enjoying a great cup of coffee. They're sitting outside. Finally, it's safe to sit outside and, and you know, socialize yes. once again. And they're going, maybe this would be better in, in Oregon. <laughs> maybe I should move. Yeah, or maybe yeah. So there's the the there's no appreciation of what's happening in the now. That's the wake up call for the seven. So guys, remember if you're interested in this, you can put a little score, ten out of ten, it's totally you. One out of ten, no. So type eight. The challenger. Yeah, have you met any type eight people? Uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They are powerful. Yes, they are. Mm. So here is when they're out of line. Here's their wake-up call. Feeling that they must push and struggle to make something happen. I have felt that in my life. Mm-hmm. Instead of realizing that things could be easy, things could flow, things could mm-hmm. come to us that are supposed to come to us, but feeling like we have to show up and work I'm gonna, I have to work 20 hours. A friend of mine said to me today, I gave up saying busy in my life because I'm so tired of everybody saying, I'm too busy for this, I'm too busy for that. She says, I just decided I'm not going to be busy anymore. Good luck. What's she doing instead? Um, feeding the birds and, and making and making <laughs> Living pots. Living off her savings. <laughs> and making pots and living a beautiful life and, and talking to the moose. Anyway... Um, Finding a place with really cheap rent. Um. (laughs) Right. So, well, you know, I think type eight, when they're like ego identified and they're pushing and struggling, it's because they've lost faith. There's no trust in the universe. I have to make it happen. If I don't push, if I don't struggle, it ain't going to happen. You're breaking my heart here. (laughs) Right? Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. The universe will provide, huh? Yeah. Well, for a type A, if you if you notice, I mean, eight, if you notice that you're pushing and struggling, there could be a loss of faith right there. Type nine, this is your wake-up call. The, uh, for the peacemaker. The peacemaker, the tendency to outwardly accommodate themselves to others. I have felt that. To change who you are to us. Say what needs to be said by the people you're with? Yes, changing. just to make somebody else feel better, you know. Well, I won't see you again until so-and-so. Aww. 
<laughs> can I see you? Can I? Well, well, I guess I could change my entire life and come. You know, all my plans—they're not that big of a plan, you know. It's the desire to、um, accommodate. Yes, yes. I think that comes out of a, on one level, a love for people, but on another level, there's the, what happens to the type nine, and I think a lot of listeners will identify with this. Is that there's a sense of self-forgetting? I forgot what I'm doing. You know, you want me to do this for you, sure. And that's also what happens for threes as well. Threes, nines, and sixes are associated. You know, threes will go.、Um, they'll wait around for someone to say, "Oh, you're so good at this. Will you do that?" Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm going to earn my Eagle Scout badge. <laughs> Or, or that way, I, you'll see me. Or the person next to them says, "I could never figure out how to do that," and and the three just stands up and takes over. Yeah, because it's easier to just do it themselves, and they know it will be done right, and they don't want to spend the time training somebody. And they get a lot of recognition for it. Yes. So they they actually are acknowledged. Someone says, "Here, you you exist." Yes. You exist because you got an A on your test. Yes. You know, so it's very hard for. And then they're going to tell everybody that they got an A on their test. Oh right, and it won't seem like bragging at all because <laughs> they'll just do it in this real sneaky way. So、um, that's that's what you know. As I as I make this, you know, my last show, of course, Ramona's going to go on, and、uh, wow is all. I'll be tuning in the first Tuesday of every month. But we wanted to talk about the Enneagram because. It really helps us once we can study it and look at it and and find our our wound or our wake up call or or the issue of what's happening with us.、Uh, then we can really check our perceptions. Is this really happening? No, I go ahead. I, I think all of this is is part of learning that you know who we are, honoring who we are, finding out what our strengths are, knowing that ultimately it's up to us to create our life. And you know, we talked about perception. It's so important to be able to look at our life and, and number one, see the gifts that we already have, see our strengths, see the magic of who we are, and、um, and understand that you know to try something. If we try something and it doesn't work, we fail. It's okay. What can we learn from this? What can we learn from? What can we learn from being home for the last year with COVID?、Mm-hmm. You know, what was the gift of that? I、mm-hmm. think to always be able to look at what the gift is of of where we are right now. Yes, absolutely. That's that's a huge part of、um, of being in the moment. And I think you know, I like to have a long range goal. I think a long range goal is very helpful. Um, but being living while living in the moment, you know, this is where I'm going. But this is the, I make the moves towards my goal by being in the moment. Yes, I agree with that. So you know, this is kind of like that Zoom thing. You know, when you get on Zoom, you're up front at the top near the speaker. Meanwhile, <laughs> that's not really true. So studying the enneagram, looking at your type, is very helpful. And I think it's important to keep in mind. Dulcie's talking about being on top in Zoom, and we do tend to look at our lives from our our perspective of us being, you know, I'm the most important thing in my life, and everybody lives to serve me, right? 
that's how my life is designed. Isn't that the truth, Dulcie? <laughs> <laughs> She's not agreeing with me. Um, so to have compassion for those around us and understanding that, you know, everybody, everybody is on the same journey. We're all learning. We're all becoming. Do you have something for us? Yes, yes. These are the rules for being human. Oh, I love this. All right. Number one, you will receive a body. You may like it. You may not. But it will be yours the whole time. Number two, you will learn lessons. This is what you were saying, Ramona. You are enrolled in a full-time informal school called life. Each day in the school, you will have the opportunity to learn. You may like the lessons, or you may not, but you will have little choice anyway. Why don't you read number three? There are no mistakes, only lessons. Growth, growth is a process of trial and error. Experimentation. The failed experiment is as much a part of the process as the experiment which ultimately works. Number four, a lesson is repeated until learned. Oh, good. <laughs> we get to keep doing it until we figure out how to do it right. A lesson will be presented to you in various forms until you have learned it. When you have learned it, then you can go to the next lesson. I always wonder about that one, but I think it's true. Uh, five, learning lessons does not end. That reminds me of the British, uh, the Buddhist Lojong teaching, training, mind training, Abandon all hope of fruition. Learning lessons does not end. There is no part of life that does not contain its lessons. If you are alive, there are lessons to be learned. Number six, there is no better than here. Here, right here. When you're there becomes here, you will simply obtain another there that will look again, that will again look better than here. I don't know. That one makes my mind go on a trampoline. I love that one. I'm I glad you I, get that one. <laughs> I, lo I love the way you read it, too. Number seven. Number seven. Others are, oh, I love this one. Others are merely mirrors of you. You cannot love or hate something about another person unless it reflects to you something you love or hate about yourself. I really, that's... A major principle in radical forgiveness. No. If you spot it, you got it. Number eight, what you make of your life is up to you. You have the, the tools and resources that you need. What you do with them is up to you. The choice is yours. Very nice. Okay, and we have two more rules for being human. Number nine, your answers lie inside of you. Oh, yes, they do. The answers to life's questions lie inside of you. All you need to do is look, listen, and trust. That's all. Easy peasy. Number 10, you will forget all of this. I love that. <laughs> I, will love, I love that. You're listening to KAFM and Cosmic Voices with Dulcie Belboli and Ramona Ray and I'm talking to Dulcie. This is Dulcie's last show with us. She's going off on a new adventure. And we, of course, wish her well on her new adventure. But we'll still be here. Do you want to say anything at all about your ideas? I heard your new show is going to be live. 
we are going to have a call-in show with one of my favorite people, Marcus Straub, who is, Marcus Straub is a life coach, and he's been coaching for 17 years. He's won Coach of the Year Award, I believe it was in 2015, through the Coaches Association. He is the most upbeat, um, enthusiastic. He might be a seven on the Enneagram. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's wise. He is he just makes me smile. Okay, that's enough. I'm getting jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> no, no one can replace you, Dulcie. So he's going to be here with us on April 6th. So yes, guys, eight years, Cosmic Voices, wonderful thing. So I want to share with you a few thoughts here. This was the principle behind our show that Ramona did on this Venus cycle. Um, this is a quote from the physicist Chet Ramo. So he's a physicist. He studies uh, the birth of the universe, stars, planets, and so on. And he says, we are literally children of the Milky Way, suckling on the stars. Think of it. Atoms flowing through creation like the wind, galaxies and stars, planets and moons, bacteria and blue whales. They are all merely arrangements of 92 atomic elements. Give me the 92 elements. And I'll give you a universe. Each of us and everything else on earth is made of stardust. The lead in this pencil could well be stamped made in Orion or made in the Pleiades as much as made in China. That was the, that was the, the impetus for Cosmic Voices is that we are just the recycled energy of the universe. We all were all created out of the same elements as stars. We are stardust. And here's something that Thich Nhat Hanh, the Vietnamese uh, Buddhist monk, said. If you are a poet, you will clearly, you will see clearly that there is a cloud floating in the sheet of paper. Without a cloud, there will be no water. Without water, the trees cannot grow. And without trees, you cannot make paper. So the cloud is in here. The existence of this page is dependent on the existence of a cloud. Paper and cloud are so close. Let us think of other things like sunshine. Sunshine is very important because the forest cannot grow without sunshine. And we as humans cannot grow without sunshine. So the logger needs sunshine in order to cut the tree, and the tree needs sunshine in order to be a tree. Therefore, you can see sunshine in this sheet of paper. And if you look more deeply, with the eyes of a bodhisattva, with the eyes of those who are awake, you see not only the cloud and the sunshine in it, but that everything is here. The wheat that became the bread for the logger to eat, the logger's father, Everything is in this sheet of paper. This paper is empty of an independent self. Empty in the sense means that the paper is full of everything, the entire cosmos. The presence of this tiny sheet of paper proves the presence of the whole cosmos. That is so beautiful. That is just what I needed to hear today. Well, we hope that over the past eight years, we have once a month provided you with 
what could uplift you for the month. That has been our hope and our, our form of service to our community is to uplift. We just wanted to bring a, a ray of light into the universe, some help, some positive thoughts, some ways of being together, some ideas of the best ways to create our own lives, the best way to find our, our most precious self, our gifts. And I, you know, as we go forward, Ramona, you with your new gig here with Marcus on your live show, wahoo! Um, and me off with my next adventure. Uh, there are five things that I, that I feel are going to keep me grounded. And then I'd love to hear what you have to keep you going on the path. Meditate, one for me. Move. I want to keep moving. Write. Serve and laugh. If we can't have a good chuckle, I think it's pretty sad indeed. So those are my kind of, that's kind of what's in my little traveling pack. And I also want to put in their values. You know, you and I and our guests have talked about this a lot. Once we know what our values are, we can say, look, are we in alignment? You know, one of my values is faith. Um, If I make a choice and I don't have any faith in it, then that's not the right choice for me. Am I honoring who I am? So what, what's it, is that, if, is that what the thing that's in your tool bag, is that question? Well, I, I love all of the things that you brought up. I love gratitude. When, whenever I'm feeling like I'm struggling, I have to sit down and write what I have to be grateful for, what's already working in my life. Laughter is a huge, huge, huge part of that because um, I'm pretty amusing. <laughs> <laughs> Even if only you think so. <laughs> yes, I, I may be the only one that thinks so, but <laughs> that that's the one who counts. <laughs> I, ha- I I laugh at myself every single day. I had to uh-huh. laugh because when we were coming in here today, I had gone through all of my notes and put everything together in order so I would have everything right where I needed it and right where I knew it was. And as I get up, the folder falls on the floor and all of the papers are just everywhere. So, of course, nothing is in order. Nothing is where I think it should be. And you got to see the the humor in that. You have to see that. Um, and the beginning of our show too. We put Ramona puts on this music, yes. which sounds like there's a funeral going on. I have no idea where that came it's, from. It, right, and then you know I don't have a mic, which is like, okay, farewell, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> it might be time. Um, yeah, it's just you know you have to you have to just laugh at. None of, all of this is just part of a, a huge dream, and we're just all moving towards becoming the our most evolved selves, and, and laughter just helps us to get there. I think it's a really good thing to have in our sort of collective toolbox because we are going forward from this point. Uh, some really new energy coming in, and truly um, a vibratory energetic shift um, that... You know, if we're open to it, if we stay sort of listening, listening in, um, we'll really be able to be oriented to our own authenticity, the uniqueness that makes up each individual. Because only as a unique individual will we be able to truly serve um, in the way that we can, in our own uniqueness. Silence, listen to yourself, turn the news off. Be okay with being in the quiet. Uh, be in nature. Mm-hmm. 
Being in nature, absolutely. Having compassion for others. Mm -hmm. So guys, I wanted to share with you the eclipses for 2021. So if you have your birthday around this time, you can uh, make a note of this. So May 26th. We've got a lunar eclipse coming up in the early degrees of Gemini, 5 degrees, 26 minutes, oh, excuse me, of Sagittarius. Now, if you're a Gemini, this is going to influence you as well. Um, So 5 degrees Sag on May 26th. June 10th, we have a solar eclipse. This is a brand new moon at 19 degrees and 47 minutes of Gemini. If you're a Sagittarius, you will be affected by this also. Uh, November 19th, a lunar eclipse at 27 degrees Taurus. And actually today, Mars is at that degree. And then if you're a Scorpio, you will be influenced by that lunar eclipse on November 19th. And then December 4th, a solar eclipse, new moon eclipse at 12 degrees and 22 minutes of Sagittarius. If you're a Gemini, that will influence you also. So eclipses are just openings. They're ways of... uh, looking at the world and giving yourself a little bit of a um, a segue into this next part of your existence. COVID has taught us a lot. I can't wait to hear you guys call in to Ramona and Marcus, even though I'll be jealous because um, you're going to be able to ask them all sorts of stuff as we go into this new, this new vibratory place. And, um, and your fans will still be able to contact you at your email address? Oh, yes, yes. Osa and Astro at gmail.com. O-S-A-A-N-D-A-S-T-R-O at gmail.com. And you can always find me on dulcibarbully.com or dulcie at astrologybydulcie.com. So she'll still be there with us. Oh, yes. And my phone number will not change. It will be engraved on my tombstone. <laughs> and it is 970 970- Four six four one three or one two, and you can reach me by calling nine seven zero six two three four one five nine. And as always, you've been listening to Cosmic Voices with Ramona Ray and Dulcie, a monthly show dedicated to conscious conversation. We're on the first Tuesday of every month at noon, and Dulcie Belboli's astrology reports and information about her upcoming workshops and classes can be viewed at astrologybydulcie.com. Thanks for listening, and may the power be with you. And with you guys, over and out, but never gone. Remember, we're all breathing that same old stardust. Let's see if she gets the music right this time. No, again, it's the uh, monk with indigestion. (laughs) On the flip side... (laughs) Thank you for your patience. (laughs) It's playing a totally different CD than what I have put on. I have no idea what this is. We have to believe that God's in charge. Yes, it's all good. Take care, guys. Thanks so much. Over and out. Love, love, love.